0: it's my band it's not really my band it's her husband uh did that your son-in-law did this my son-in-law did the music right. very he industrial did yes this is my daughter Jackie <laughs> he's very industrial and Alex
1: du- because he does music
0: this is Howie Mandel does stuff I'm Howie Mandel
1: I'm Jacqueline Schultz your daughter
0: and, and the other voice is uh I'm Jim, Jim. Jeffries
2: you're good at that yeah I can you, introduce myself More you're
0: amazing wow. thank you, thank you. yeah
2: look over the years I've picked up a few skills yeah <laughs> You are hysterical. Oh, thanks. Mate. I think
1: you're the first guest that's ever introduced themselves.
2: Oh. Uh, in the history of any I show? Thought, I thought he was about to forget, so I thought i better Who help you, you out. Who you were? Yeah, I thought i better help you out. So.
0: Do I have a look on my face like, what the fuck is
2: going on? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Not constantly, but you have it occasionally a few times a you.
0: One of the things, uh, Jim Jeffries, besides being uh, really funny and a great stand-up, you... you uh, you get away with saying cunt more than anybody I know. I
2: do. I, I, I brought cunt to America, I believe. you I, brought cunt you still to America. Did. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Columbus
0: like, found the actual country and then you did the cunt, just a cunt without the tree.
2: I feel like I freed everyone up. When I first got here, that was the one rule. Uh you know, fifteen years ago. That was the rule. You can say what you want, don't say cunt. That was the big thing. Who said that to you? Every comedy club I went to. That was that was But the they just thing. that was hello, Jim, don't say cunt. It was further on in the conversation. I'm paraphrasing of course, but but they, they would say don't say cunt cunt and then I'd go on and say it and then there'd no problem because of the accent And uh, then You think it's
0: the accent?
2: I do believe it's the accent, yeah, because you can say it in Australia, you can say it but even more in the UK than you can in Australia, so I, I, all the comics in the UK when I started out there were all saying it. I'll tell you uh, my, my best cunt story um, wait, wait, is, Let's let's uh, lead into it. So
0: this is the best cunt story you
2: have? Well, it's not the funniest, but it's it's the most apt, I think. Okay, so I I uh, I did an HBO special maybe 13 years ago and when I did the HBO special, they sort of picked out of all my material, the material they wanted me to do, et cetera. They're like, it was my first American special. And uh, HBO said to me, they said, the, the one thing about Americans, they don't like the C word, uh, and we want to have retention. They're big on, like, uh, people still watching after 15 minutes. You know what I mean? It doesn't right. matter what your ratings are. are they still watching. So I had uh, no cunt for the first 15 minutes. No cunt for 15 minutes? No cunt for 15 minutes. Is that minutes. tough for you? It was, it was okay. I practiced, right? But there was, <laughs> there, was, there was a cunt light at the back of the room. That, a what? A cunt light. We didn't say the word cunt in big letters, but it, it flashed when I was allowed to start saying it when 15 minutes hit.
1: Utah? You got a cunt light?
2: <laughs> HBO got me a cunt light to, to flash on. Like, you can say it now. And I think the first- and
0: There is somebody on that was hired by HBO- Yes,
2: for 15 minutes to light the looking light. Looking
0: at their watch yeah. going, and and there, the Jim Jefferies cunt
2: timer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because normally us comics, we have a light to say we have 10 minutes left, five minutes left, two minutes left, whatever we request. I had a 15-minute light to say that I was about to say. And I think the first one I dropped on American TV was Aunt Panda's a bunch of cunts. So what? I Say thinking, that again? Aren't pandas a bunch of cunts? And I did a routine on pandas. <laughs> was, yeah. I love how you were able to blend
0: like pandas, these soft, fuzzy, cuddly things with
2: cunts. I, I, this is what I think about the word, right? It's it's in other cultures, because here in America, it seems to have, uh, it's directed at women and it's a nastier type of term where in Britain, and especially somewhere like Ireland, um, it's it can be said affectionately, you know. Affectionately, yeah. You go, ah, he's a little cunt. That one, ah, look at this little cunt over here for I'm your a, children. For yeah, Hits? yeah. I got mean, call my son that all the time. I, <laughs> your son, you yeah, call a cunt. Yeah, but in a nice way, nice way. I, you know, it's like yeah, just affectionately. And do you call uh, your wife a cunt? Uh, my wife's British, so yeah, we can say that to each and other. And
0: she th- she says like she melts when you no, call her cunt. No, she
2: doesn't c- melt when we do it. We're, <laughs> we're allowed to say it; it's it's all right. But uh, you can't say you can say the word cunt with affection. You go, my mate, he's a good cunt. That fellow, this guy's a good cunt. I like that cunt. Right? You can I say like that, that cunt.
0: Yeah, I like. We that We can cunt. say that in America too, but not.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like we should have a cunt timer yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> it's already up uh, <laughs> the charts. My uh, <laughs> my argument is it's it's.
2: Less offensive than the word bitch. The word bitch can never be said kindly, and you you guys say that word a lot. I don't say that word very much at all. Americans say the word bitch quite often. You think
0: a bitch is worse than a cunt?
2: You can. I can go. That cunt's all right. You got to meet this cunt. He's a good cunt, right? Yeah. But I can never go. Got to meet this bitch. She's a good bitch. You're right.
1: Why not? Yeah, you can.
2: It no. sounds no, that's no mean. mean. No. It's,
1: no, I beg to differ. Maybe with
2: your accent, I can't say motherfucker. I sound stupid when I say it, I can't say it. So but you can
0: just say cunt and it's acceptable with your accent. Yeah, I don't know. Should we just make phone calls and call people and if a female answers, let's see if you can get away with calling her a cunt.
2: I think I'd be all right. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. You think you could? I'm pretty confident. Call mom, call mom, call mom. Oh, we're not calling that cunt, are we? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my wife. What,
2: but how do I work it into it? We got uh, gotta, gotta, no. gotta get me some type of script. I can't Why? Just
0: no, quick. no. I can't just. I gave go, you a script. I gave you one word. Hello,
2: Miss, Man- Mrs. Mandel. You can't. I can't do that. That's too hard. Well, you're the expert. Jeez, I don't use the I, word. I, I, I've, I've called myself out here. I said I can do it. Now I'm not so sure. Well, let's uh, see. Well. <laughs>
1: Hello. Hello. What's mom listening?
2: Hi. How you doing? You cunt? It's uh, Jim Jeffries here. <laughs>
1: Oh, hi. How you
2: doing? Good. Thank you. Thank you. I think that proved our point. I think we did. Did you not hear
0: what he said? <laughs> no.
1: What? He said, Hi, it's Jim Jeffries here. Yes, he said, No, no. <laughs> he
0: referred to you.
1: <laughs> what you... did he call me? A cunt Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> if the shoe fits. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: That's how big she is. Uh, you could not put an entire shoe in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love you i think you're so talented and funny oh, oh.
2: thank you thank you. you you're welcome you're a great cunt i really appreciate that bye <laughs> bye my little cunt bye see you, bye, cunt. See you later bye. bye bye your mother your mother is such a cunt she's fun lady she's a fun cunt <laughs> i tell you what I, I i didn't think i'd get away with it but i think that proved my point you I did think, you I did, did
0: prove a yeah. point yeah. Should we call other people? Let's call a no, church. No, no. Okay. Let's call a church.
2: Well, you have them on speed dial? You know the number off the top of your head? Just no, to call a but church. I, I think it's under C. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Want to <laughs> call my mother-in-law?
2: No. Would you do that? <laughs> no. That's that's bold. That's bold. To call your mother. Are you close to your mother in law?
1: I am close. Maybe not after all. Are a you phone close call. to your mother in
2: law? Okay, so my mother in law, very nice lady. My mother in law is, okay, so my, my wife's 13 years younger than me and my mother in law is 13 years older than me, so I could have gone either way. And uh, <laughs> Wow, you're in the center of two cuts. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the center, yeah. And my, my uh, so we have a little baby, me and the wife, not the mother in law. <laughs> and um, we, we have a baby and I'm about to go tour Australia for a month. And so I'm going to take my other son and my new son. And, and uh, so I said, I was on the phone. My mother-in-law was visiting the baby. She was out here in America. And uh, I said to my manager in Australia, I said, I oh, will get us a nanny for the tour, you know, so that we can, you know, go to the shows and have the baby sleep. Or whatever." And uh, my mother-in-law was listening and she went, No, you don't need to do that. I'll save you some money. I'll be the nanny on the tour. So I'm taking my mother-in-law to Australia with me to be the nanny, which is fine. I get along with her very well. I I like her very much. But But I can't really order her around. You know what I mean? Right. But the
0: fact is, this would be nice. It would have been nice family time with just you, the wife, the kid, and a nanny. But then she... (laughs) she weaseled herself onto the tour. What a cunt. What a
2: cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, I can't wake up in the morning and go, Becca, you take them to the park, please. You know, I can't just do that. So, so I got to be a little bit more sympathetic, I think. But so I, you're
0: playing Australia. Yeah. So I know, uh, is this the makeup tour? Because you were about, as COVID broke
2: out. I did, yeah. And I, had, I had I had a tour that planned in Australia. A big I, one, a monster I, tour. A monster tour, yeah. But yeah, like 50,000, 60,000 tickets or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and we went and quarantined for two weeks. I think I told you that I was meant to be a judge on Australia's Got Talent. And they, they, they didn't cancel me. They just said, oh, it's all happening. We're booking this time. It's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. So I booked this time out in Australia. And then they just started ghosting me. And I didn't hear from them anymore. Right? Right. And so I went, oh, fuck it. I've planned this time in Australia. I'll just go out to Australia and... I'll, you know, I'll do a tour, right? So I went to, into quarantine with my wife. My wife was about six, seven months pregnant at the time. And we're sitting in quarantine, and the TV goes like this come out for the auditions of Australia's Got Talent with our new judge. And I was like, who the fuck did they pick for like this? And then they go, Neil Patrick Harris. And I was like, fair enough. That's a big get for Australian TV. I completely understand what happened there. No hard feelings. Fine, right? Anyway, so we get out of quarantine, and they Australia gets literally ten cases of COVID. They hadn't had COVID for eleven months. That's the reason we were. They doing, had
0: the st- most strict rules. Didn't they,
2: they? They, well, they did. There's a, there's a little bit of a fallacy there about people getting arrested in the street. It's, it's, I was there for uh, some of it. It's it was. That's
0: where Tom Hanks got it.
2: Tom Hanks was yeah had it to begin with. Yeah, Australia gave it to Tom Hanks. <laughs> so so they locked down the whole country. And uh, there you go again yeah with yeah, that yeah. word yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they locked down the whole country so me and the wife we pack up and we go home and I was all fucking angry about the tour being cancelled and there's only there's only uh, six people uh, in in business class and it's me, my wife, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, his husband and his two kids and so they, he's <laughs> okay, they had a bit what's that German word for taking joy out of other people's misery. <laughs> 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 I, you can't help when that comes over you you know I, I oh, had a bit fantastic. of that <laughs>
0: that is fantastic I, I think they also asked um if I'm I don't know that I'm right but Sofia Vergara they asked Quite her to possible. do
2: I think a lot of people didn't want to quarantine for two weeks so that's exactly so, why she said no I think. yeah yeah so I, I they knew I would and then I, I didn't get the job anyway but but it, it but it's still on, and yeah. who knows there could oh, be. Oh no, a season I'm doing plan. I'm doing the tour again. The tour is going to be fantastic. i I'm, I'm doing like New Zealand and Australia. I'm doing every sort of major. Well, when I say every major city in Australia, that's five.
0: It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, a, that's a huge. I love Australia. It's a Australia. small country. I'm just uh, excited. I just I I did that show bullshit on Netflix, yeah. and for the first time, my in Australia, the show has cracked the top ten. So maybe I can play a club there at one. Well, point. Well, this
2: is this is the thing. I, I was talking. To our friend Jay Leno, right? right? Right. I was talking to Jay Leno, and I'll do a very bad impersonation. I don't do impersonation. But, but he said, oh, "I'd like to go out to Australia once. I think that would be a lot of fun." And I said. I said, That's yes. Exactly. For
0: people who are listening <laughs> yeah, and I not watching this in episodes, the room, it's amazing. Yeah. And then
2: <laughs> I, and I was like, well, you have a great time. It's a fun country. There's lots of things to do there. And he goes, I'm just not sure if I'd sell many tickets. And I was like, you can just go. Like you can just go to Australia. The idea that you've just gone like you've got money, right? You can just Oh we've been go. there. I've been there. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Because we've you were been
0: going,
1: there. I've been there with Yeah, you. yeah, I took the whole family.
2: I love Australia. Did you enjoy did you enjoy Australia?
1: The only thing I didn't like was the plane trip there. That's like the longest ride I've ever been it's,
0: on. It's,
2: the, it's not too bad. It's, it's 14 hours. It's not too bad.
0: How That's do you how do you preface it's 14 hours with it's not too
2: bad? <laughs> well, you leave at midnight. You sleep for eight hours. I mean, you watch a couple of movies. You have a meal. You're there. The, the one coming back's worse because you leave at 6 a.m. so you're awake the entire time. But the one out there is kind of fine. I, I don't. Look, I, I used to go Sydney. To, I, I worked in London for, for 10 years. I used to go Sydney to London. That's 24 hours. You have to realize
0: that when you're my daughter, um, the the strife that you have to go through to be like uh, Howie Mandel's daughter. I mean, she's lived through hell. She's done 14-hour flights.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It sounds like it's bad. Were you on a flatbed? I'm was scared that hard of flying. That- I have
1: a fear of flying, so it's bad for me.
2: Bad for me. <laughs> that's bad that's what me. it's about. Bad for me. <laughs>
0: just that's bad. what she cons- We're gonna have
2: a But telethon. I loved
1: Australia, and it was worth it.
2: They've just brought out now. They're just bringing out. Just they've just announced it like this week. Um, uh, Sydney to New York, which is going to be the longest flight on Earth, like with no stops.
0: I'm hoping that they they build a Concorde again, and then that that would be good for. To Australia. Do you remember the Concorde?
2: I remember the Concorde. I never got to fly on the Concorde.
0: I what, got to fly in the Concorde. Wasn't that I, dangerous? At the end. Yeah, yeah. When they decided to not make them anymore, they started yeah, dropping. Just for landing. Yes. <laughs> but they, they would go faster than the speed of sound. I remember the first time I played the UK uh, and I had uh, flown on the Concorde, which was faster than the speed of sound. I said, uh, I watched a movie on board, but I didn't hear it till an hour after I landed. <laughs> Get it? No. Okay. The, the, the plane... <laughs> Oh, plane. no,
1: I get it. I get it. I speed speed to sound. Like my it. joke. You yeah. see, there
2: was a delay. Yeah,
1: I get see it what's now. Happening. I
2: hope to do a podcast one day with my son. I think this is nice. This is- How They're old? Really?
1: You have two kids, right?
2: I have a nine-year-old boy and a nine-month-old boy so yeah it's gonna be a few years before i get to no you that.
1: could do one with the nine-year-old and i guarantee it'll be a lot of fun
2: i bet
0: you should do one with a nine-year-old to do one with a nine-year-old would be a, a i think that's
2: a. I, I think he'd be all right he's a funny kid my nine-year-old he's a funny kid i bet you he is yeah he's i also does,
1: okay. does he love touring with you
2: um he does i'm giving him a job backstage in this Australian, like the mother-in-law yeah (laughs) i'm giving him a job just to be like a dog's body and run around and do things uh, for my manager and stuff so that he gets a bit of a work ethic into him i did that with him how to bartend i don't know if that's illegal or not but so bartend wow it's just we're only gonna have a couple of spirits and a few beers just get that person a beer pour them a vodka and whatever oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> roll that one a doobie yeah illegal <laughs> in australia is it that, legal? Was, that was one of the things i didn't quarantine because i'm sober but i i um i still partake uh with with uh, weed and right so i i uh i without that i find it very hard not to drink and i um so when i was in quarantine i asked somebody a friend of mine to bake me some some weed brownies big tray of those and uh because you get food delivered and but these were all in a Tupperware container. I mean, they were delivered to me by a cop, and I thought, "Ah, oh, fuck! I'm in trouble here." And he just was like, "These are for you, Mr. Jeffries," and handed them over. The dog didn't check them or anything, so I could have he been, didn't know that, you, know, that the, you had a cop deliver a box of weed to my room in Australia while I was quarantined. It, it, why is it illegal there? It
0: seems like that's a very progressive uh, country.
2: We, when it comes to drugs, they're not very progressive. Uh, we have legalized prostitution, so we're we're ahead of the game on that. You know, which is societally that is the best thing you can go. That they have to pay taxes, they get STD checks. There's there's uh, brothels. The girls are safer. All that type of stuff. They've proven that that's a, and the divorce rates drop substantially. You know, there's there's no downside to it. Right? Hookers are great. Yeah, fantastic. And they're they're just on high streets. There isn't a stigma Sh- around j- it. Just
0: one second. I'm talking to Jeremy, who's our producer here. The title for this um, episode is going to be "Hookers and Cunts." Hookers and cats, but <laughs> Jim Jeffries. Yeah, they go With together.
2: You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but weed, they're still very, you know, like like let's let's mention another drug. So cocaine in Australia costs anywhere between uh, 300 dollars a gram. Which wh- over, wh- why do you know that? Because I just know things. I just I'm a knowledgeable man. Okay. And over here, it's like fifty bucks for a gram of cocaine, right? right. So it's like it, there there are some drawbacks to being a large island. You know, so <laughs> all of our cocaine's brought in in condoms up people's asses, you know what I mean? So it's a limited supply. Um, but so Australia has a lot of like um, people, synthetic drugs, speed and stuff like that, people that bikers can make in labs and stuff like that. I don't know how I got onto this. I'm just saying know. that they're not, there's no drugs that are legal. I, there's nothing I legal. remember
1: we, I was asking about your kid touring with you.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so i'm gonna make him just get the boot and the spoon and the lighter
0: so we also in australia we do um i'm part of jfl and we have the the festival is right there in sydney Sydney. but uh i met you uh i i knew you a little bit before but i met you at jfl in montreal yeah and you were tooling around montreal with your friend your friends with the guy that killed bin laden rob o'neill
2: yeah yeah me and rob buddies yeah
0: how are you friends with the guy who killed uh, Bin Laden?
2: Okay, so... I'm,
0: What's that called? Six? What was he?
2: Secret... Uh, SEAL Team Six. SEAL Team Six, yes. I uh, thought it
1: was a secret. Did they come out and say who they were? Well, he
2: did. No. Yeah, Rob, I didn't even know that. I he got in sad. trouble. Yeah, Rob <laughs> tweets about it. There's no problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote
2: a book. Yeah, didn't he, he did. get
0: in trouble with the...
2: Oh, uh, there's a lot of... Okay, He said there's some members of the SEAL Team that don't like him, but the, he had a couple of bodyguards that were other members of the SEAL Team as well. So, you know, I, I don't know about that, but... But um, Rob, I met Rob at a party. Okay, so this is, the, I don't know if Rob even knows this story, but we had a mutual friend who was a photographer and he was taking photos and he said, uh, he was trying to make him loosen up for the shots. And he said, what band's you into? What this are you into? What, what, what comedy are you into? Maybe we can listen to some comedy while we're doing this shit. And he goes, oh, I like Jim Jeffries," And he goes, I'm friends with Jim Jeffries." And he's like, oh, can I meet him? And so this guy rings me up and goes, the guy who shot Bin Laden, Wants to meet you,
0: oh right? Wait, how do you say no?
2: Yeah, and I went, I went, I oh, tell him I've got a barbecue this Sunday. I didn't have a fucking barbecue, so I manufactured a party to, to, to meet this guy. Right? Meet the guy
0: who killed Bin Laden barbecue. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, so I, I manufactured, and we've we've been friends ever since. But. I, I manufactured this barbecue, and I, I, I rang up a few different friends of mine to say, look, the guy who shot Bin Laden's coming. Who do you
0: call to bring to a, the Bin Laden
2: killer? I, there, there was a, the, the only other famous person that was there was Reese Darby from, you know, Our Flag Means Death and Flight of the Concords and he played Murray on Flight Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 no.
0: I, I, hysteric, I love him. He's, his,
2: he's really funny. Yeah, so I, I rang up Reese and I said, the guy who shot Bin Laden's coming over. And so him and his wife came over and a few other friends like that. And uh, uh, so so Rob and two other SEAL team guys, so they're big blokes, sort of tattoos and all that type of stuff. And, and uh, I, I sort of got told he's the red-headed guy out of the group. So there was one red-headed bloke and, 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 and I, I went up to him and I, I told everybody, I said, the guy shop in Bin Laden's coming you're not meant to mention it. No one knows, but he's going to be here. But don't say anything like this, right? Well, I was supposed to be like undercover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I didn't know that he told people, right? And at
0: a barbecue where you're inviting the guy who shot Bin Laden, what do you do? You have barbecue? You have super suckers. Yeah, have- yeah,
2: stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I so, uh, put the son in a bulletproof vest. You know, he was about two at the time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so, uh, so I went up to him and I went, uh, G'day. Rob, I said, uh, look, look, no one else at the party knows, uh, but I've been told and I just want to thank you for what you've done for the country and uh, it's just really great to meet you, mate. And he said, what, that I shot bin Laden? loud enough for everyone to hear <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it was over the beginning of the night it was like this i knew that day i was going to die and then i thought to myself i said goodbye to my daughters and i went to the war and we got in the helicopter and then and then later on in the night it was just like this ah it's just like shooting a, a deer in butte montana <laughs> 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 did he give you the details? Yeah, yeah. He said walked up and and there was one bit where he said to me, he goes, I was barbecuing. And I heard the story about four times that night, and I was drunk off to the side barbecue. And and one of the girls, like the women, were all just sitting around, just fascinated. One of he goes, then I saw the whites of Bin Laden's eyes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, and then he said, Duh. and then one of the girls went, did you say anything? And he goes, I didn't actually, but I wanted to say Yahtzee, which is like a thing in their world where they go Yahtzee before they shoot. I don't I don't know.
0: Anything. I think it's just a board game.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> and I was up barbecuing up to the side. And I, I, this is one of these terrible hero stories. And then I said something funny. Uh, I was up to the side and I said, I said, ah, oh, that's stupid. And he goes, oh, yeah, what would have you said? I said, I would have said, where have you been, Laden? There we go, guys. <laughs> <go on." laughs> Now now I think as Rob does motivational talks and stuff like that, he says that he told me that he says that he says that now sometimes in some of the speeches just for a laugh. He's stealing your material. <laughs> I gave it to him. Okay. I gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> How am I gonna use it?
0: So so that
1: <laughs> And you're not gonna argue with the guy that shot well, him.
0: It's a we, great story yeah. for a we, podcast.
1: We did it. We did the. We did a thing on
2: um on the on the Jim Jeffries show. We did it. We did a thing where I interviewed him, and we went out and we shot some guns, and uh we we got out these sniper rifles with bullets, you know, big three inch bullets or whatever. They had large bullets, right? I'm not a gun guy, and we lined up two watermelons off in the distance with these sniper rifles that can shoot like miles, you know, and uh, just for a finishing shot, we were both going to blow up a watermelon. I hit mine. He missed his. And really, yeah. And people think that we obviously staged it that way or what? But nah, I hit mine. He missed his. Are but you then... sure
1: he wasn't just doing that to? He
2: was fucking. But he's he, not a sniper. He was is he? doing. The, he, he'd been one. He was doing that stuff where he was like, "Ah, oh, the bloody gauge." It's like when a golfer picks up someone else's clubs. This is the wrong shot. Yeah. <laughs> but Bin Laden was
0: when he, when he shot Bin Laden. But no, Bin Laden no was no, like he, a foot and a half. Yeah, in front yeah. He of was him. just
2: in the room. He was just yeah. in the room. Just wow. Up so
0: boys. you're a better shot than?
2: Well, in that one instance, I was. I assume if we did it over a, a bigger span, you're samples, like SEAL Team Three. We went over a bigger set. Sa- yeah, team yeah, three. yeah. SEAL <laughs> Team Three. The catering. <laughs> That is amazing. Craft there. services, seal team.
0: you get it. What's neat about being a comedian, you get to meet, we get to meet like people who cross paths with yeah, yeah. the odd, the most odd pairings of people. Like that was funny I mean, you've already gone through the story, but I, I walk up to Jim, I'm a fan of Jim's and I walk up to him in Montreal and he introduces me to this, Rob. You know, yeah. he's the guy who killed Bin Laden, and, and it took. But it you, didn't even you reg-
2: did what I did. You went. Thank you so much for your service. Like, <laughs> yes. you, you, you go straight <laughs> into it.
0: <laughs> I know. I went straight into it, but it was. Uh, I'm still even sitting here today. I was shocked that, first of all, how did you two get together? And that I, yeah. I asked you, but it's it's just a shocking pairing. Do you find that you find fans that just come out of the woodwork? What, what has been? Have you had another uh, person that
2: you've met of some uh brad pitt's come to a couple of shows he's always you know uh, eddie Vedder came to a show recently i love eddie Vedder, and that was that was pretty cool eddie Vedder is great i met eddie Vedder at the women's march in
0: seattle right he was long
2: hair doesn't
0: he oh you're right he was wearing one of those pussy hats he was marching with his two daughters but i met him there wow and brad pitt comes he's
2: yeah he's he's a friend yeah he's you know, look at it. Look at like, that. but yeah, look, I don't, you know. Whatever,
1: just Brad Pitt. No big just deal. Just
2: Brad Pitt. You know, no big deal. You know, I know You everyone. asked me. The, you asked me. You said, who else? It's like, I
0: can't get out of this. But spot. I was, but you could, well, you could have said, nah, nah, I don't really meet people. But no. I, I, you I, went I, on to name drop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I once said, okay, I'm friends with Russell Crowe. I've been friends with him for about. <laughs> About, <laughs> we stopped
1: asking questions. Nah, yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> Go.
2: but a fellow—he's a fellow. He's, a fellow, uh... he's an Australian, yeah. yeah he's yeah. like—he's the best man. He gets a bad rap sometimes. People think he's a bit insane or something. Did like... he
0: get in trouble for throwing a phone or? Yeah,
2: yeah, and uh, it might have cost him the Oscar that year because A Beautiful Mind won every other Oscar. He won the Oscar the year before for Gladiator. Right. Then that year, the, he's meant to win for A Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Everything. He's the whole film, right? Right, and he didn't win Best Actor because he threw the phone.
0: Because he threw a phone. You don't yeah, throw Will's, a phone. Yeah, you Will gotta Smith go.
2: slaps a fucking person. He wins one five minutes later.
0: Because you don't throw a phone. If you <laughs> want to hit somebody, you walk right up to them and you slap, slap them him in, the in the fucking face, and you uh, win.
2: Yeah, that was fucking. As a bald person, Howie, and I look. I've had transplants and this and that. And I take tablets every day to keep my hair in my head. What,
0: what do you take every day? I
2: take propecia and all that sort of stuff, and I take them for so long. If I take two, I only take them every second day because I've taken every day i stop getting erections and i got to take a blue pill to counteract the brown pill wait, wait,
1: wait. it's a heart medication wait you right?
2: would rather
0: have hair than a heart on
2: i'm i'm look i'm 45 now and i'm like call, i'm married i'm calling it a day on the hair the hair is going i still get the hard ons, but if i take too many of the pills I, I... but
0: up until now you would rather have a good head of hair than a good head
2: i never had problems with it before i've been taking those pills for about 15 years well, why did you just bring that up because, because, because we're just talking
0: about the slap. You no, gotta, no. Why did you bring up the fact that if you <laughs> take too many pills, you can't? I'm have- just
2: saying how hard it is to lose your hair, even as a man. And it seems like the first time we pointed a woman and go, she's bald, the whole world fucking gets into this big debate over you can't say that. Yet there's been every time I I don't I have to wear hats because you know I have to put powder in my hair and shit on stage, and people always comment on me losing my hair. It still fucking hurts, but I don't slap anyone. Is the point I'm trying? that's good that's good <laughs> well maybe Would, now
1: you can did that bother yeah, you yeah, yeah i think
2: i can will
1: smith just open the door and now you can slap I people. Think
2: equal opportunity
1: yeah, i'm so,
0: allowed
2: to slap someone did that bother you it what? bothered me watching oh that. very much very,
0: very much. much i mean I, I as much as we were making jokes about it that shook me to the core because you know uh, as okay well
2: I I've, yeah. I've been hit on stage and no, you have yeah and there's there's it, it was quite famous at the time but if you Is there put, tape of it? There is tape and it does not disappoint. Find it. Okay, where, where f- what is it <laughs> under? Just put Jim Jeffries punched. It's been watched millions of times. Jim Jeffries punched. Caroline yeah, you, this won't disappoint. If you want to make an edit point right now and bring a computer over and watch it, you'll. Input. We don't need a computer. We have a it wall. Goes up there. Ah, oh god! It's going to be on the big I, screen I, I right in front of you. I haven't watched this in years, but this is this is before everyone had camera phones. This is surveillance footage, right? Of Do you want to say anything up up
0: leading into it? Or does I, it need okay, a what setup? I, what
2: I will say, I was still trying to sell my CD that I was selling. That's how long ago this is. Two thousand six. I I I. Uh, uh, the the guy did not heckle. I did not speak to the guy. He was upset by a joke earlier on. We don't know what joke. So there was no interaction with the audience member. He just walked up and hit me. Okay.
0: Good. The following content has been identified as violent.
2: 2006. Seven, Here we go. Do you want? No, you rewind back. <laughs> what? Just just leave it. It'll happen soon enough. That's pushing it inwards. So- where are you? Oh, hang on.
1: Oh! Whoa! Multiple times. Whoa! A beat down. Why? Oh my Why? god.
2: Why? <laughs> oh Why? That's audience members who are up there. The guy in the black suit security.
0: It's not ending. Not you.
2: Are you fucking kidding Yeah, me? yeah. Is that it? No, I come back out and finish the gig, man. No, do, yeah. Oh my god. Did that guy get arrested? You could turn it off. He he gets arrested and Where is this, first I, of all? This is the Manchester Comedy Store in England. Okay. And um he gets arrested and then I watched the footage and I remember i just gotten off the I, I was just doing club gigs, but I just started doing small theatres and stuff like that. And my tour was selling okay. And I looked at the footage and I remember thinking, I'm going to make a lot of money out of this. I'm going to put this on the internet right away. <laughs> did you make a lot of money? Well, my tour started selling out and my editor showed did really well. And I, I, I was on the news in Britain. It was made the news. And like this before camera phones, so there wasn't a million angles of it. Well, was,
0: how did they record this? Is this, this the camera? Is, in the, this in the is the club? camera
2: that goes down to the dressing room. You know, the one when you're watching oh, right. on stage, just the little one that cut, hangs from the ceiling.
1: What what led to that? You don't know what led to that? I
2: don't, I, I, the, the, the guy, I, I said I wouldn't press charges or whatever. The guy was a young Irish lad. I, he was on a date. I know that much, right? Okay. And allegedly, the girl that he was with was not enjoying the show. It was a joke that happened earlier on, allegedly. And then once he finished his drink, he thought, I'll take care of this. And he, he ran on the stage. And the stage has stairs coming up to it. Right. And a lot of people, when they watch the footage, they go, where was the security? The security can only work if there's an interaction between you and the, the person where they can stop it before it happens. Right. This guy just, you know, it's like, why didn't someone jump in front of the bullet in JFK? Because they didn't know it was coming. you know? Right. And so he came up and you, you can notice the first thing I say when he walks on is, Oh, hang on, mate. You're not allowed up here. <laughs> right? That's wow, we- you told him. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, mate. You're not allowed up here.
1: But that is an appropriate reaction from audience members, jumping yeah, yeah. up and helping you and being, you know, getting him well, off you. If,
2: if you just fast forward a little bit, you see, I come out to- I, I wasn't having a great gig. Yeah, fast forward a little bit more. Uh, the, the MC comes back out and checks that everyone's okay. Uh, there's the MC. Okay. Yeah, Here, play. I come back out. Yeah? Hi. Little <laughs> thumbs up. He's shaking everybody's hand.
1: You're a hero.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you gotta see. That's hysterical. Yeah, That's like, hysterical. Did you win?
2: It's like you, you held up your hand. Well, this I, I, I was. Round two. I was, I was having a pretty average gig. And uh, I think the next line—I haven't seen this in you. The next play, line, play, play. I want to see him start. I want to see him start his. Oh,
0: He's going back to the mic. Let's see what he says.
2: <laughs> oh, you're milking it. Oh, yeah. I I appreciate you welcoming me back. Uh, I'm not going to be doing much more material. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking spat out by that cunt completely. I got a fucking Hunt. thing on the side of my head. Yeah. He yeah. Oh, you had a knot on your head? No, no, what many of you don't know is um, that I employ that bloke for when gigs are going badly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, <great>. that's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, so, it, it, look, it, it, I you didn't, were hurt. I didn't charge the guy. Years later, I had his brother contact me and just go i think it's really bad that you've been promoting this clip and all this type of stuff i was like, it's unbelievable i could have sued your ass i, I could have put it in yeah, did yeah. he go to jail i mean that's I, I think he spent a night in a drunk tank and uh that was that but i didn't press charges and the relationship with the date oh who knows i'm sure they're married now with kids and they have a wonderful <laughs> meeting story you know like like i i often think about like will smith and jada pink and smith like what was, were they laying in bed like, you did good, honey, or just like, ah, that went a bit rough? You know, I imagine they were a bit shaken up.
0: I... I, I think that if they were shaken up, I think that it was a way longer because they went to parties, they danced the night oh, that, away. That
2: blew my mind, that he's, he's dancing to getting jiggy with it, holding his trophy. He must have thought that he was invincible, that nothing would did, happen. I think he did.
0: And the son tweeted the, the next uh, yeah, morning, yeah.
2: that's the way we roll. So I think the vibe,
0: it, it caught them a lot later, the, the grandiosity. I think it
1: wasn't it. until they felt the backlash afterwards from a lot of people. I think he... Thought he did something
2: well. If they thought good. if they thought that people couldn't joke about them, they they were in for because I do a bit on it now, and I'm sure you many are, Yeah, I talk about it now on stage, and I do. I
0: so do. my question to you is because I was going to ask you. We brought up the Will Smith thing. I was shaken to the core because I feel like uh, comedy as an art form has been attacked for the last few years, as yeah. far as cancel culture yeah. and people losing their jobs. And I, I, I've i discussed with some other people that we had on here that that kind of an, opened a door to maybe what could be violence. Um, uh, watching what you just went through on stage in 2000, were you not afraid like as you get up on stage and you don't know anybody in the audience yeah, do you not I, have ptsd
2: from I, I had a worse incident that i had ptsd from um which was maybe a year before a year afterwards it was it was around this time in my life and i was i was in nottingham john Lewis, which is a comedy chain in britain and I was in Nottingham, and I'd finished the gig afterwards, and I'd done some jokes about the war in Iraq or something. There was some soldier who'd come back, and and I was standing talking to a, a friend at the bar, and you know this guy just grabbed me by the back of the hair and smashed my head into a table, and mm-hmm. I was out cold, and I fractured the middle in me skull, the little the bridge of my nose. Even though I wasn't hit there, that's the that's the softest spot, and I had a, right. crack, had a crack through there, and and I actually just got all groggy and I went back to, I went to bed and I woke up with like a headache that was pounding. Like my brain was bleeding out and I got an ambulance and it was, it was bleeding and they, they they, they monitored me and took care of me and gave me blood thinners and stuff for about five days in a hospital. And you got to give it up for Britain because Jim Jeffries isn't my real name. I use my middle name. It's a stage name. My, my real last name is Nugent, right? Like Ted, Ted Nugent. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't think so. Anyway. So, so uh, i got to give it up for Britain. They never checked my ID. I never signed a bit of paperwork. I wasn't a British citizen. They had me in a hospital for free for five days and checked on me. And then I, when I, it was time for me to leave, I just walked up and left. And they were like, good luck.
0: <laughs> well, that, yeah, socialized medicine. I come from Canada. We do that
2: too. Yeah, well, but, but when you think like that's maybe what Bob Saget felt, you know, he hit his head. And they right. went back to sleep. And right. you, you just think, oh, I'll just sleep this off. You're lucky you woke up. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky you woke up.
0: Did they ever catch that guy? They
2: did. Yeah, that <laughs> guy. And the British government gave me, if I if I remember, like 5,000 pounds as a victim of crime.
0: And did he go to that, jail?
2: That guy pled guilty, yeah. I don't, he didn't go to jail. He got a misdemeanor. For it me. seems like England is a rough place for you. Uh, <laughs> but no guns, man. You know what I mean? Like, like, I used to do a joke about the British being really tough. Like, they're the only nation of people to use the word glass as a verb you know what i mean like to glass someone right is that
0: a? is i don't know that term
2: uh that means to smash a glass into the side of someone's face in a bar fight i i, I glass the cunt they'll say something like that. i glass the cunt <laughs> someone like a came t-shirt. up
1: to mom and tried to do that once right not in england here. Here. yeah here yeah that's yeah
2: that's uh yeah that's hard going, getting a glass to the face. But they're, they're, they're a very rowdy bunch, yeah. but I, so, l- I love the British. I, I, I But
0: you have no fear, or do you think about that now when you're on stage? Because I, you I do think a lot of controversial... It, I think
2: about it less and less. As time fades, you, you worry about those things less and less. But, but watching, but, I was triggered by what happened to... Decrease. i haven't gotten hit but i you know knock on whatever
0: i'm knocking on but i i fear every day you know when when i stand on stage in front of a bunch you don't know who's out there no and and i feel that that's that triggers other people's anger and uh, comedy is supposed to provoke You know, Uh, not provoke violence, but provoke.
2: I'll I'll tell you a a funny story about, okay, so I I had a routine about gun control that that did quite well. It was probably my calling card for many years. Right. Did this thing on gun control. Anyway, so I started getting these death threats, but they were very tepid, just fuck you, go back to your own country, you don't get up on stage, blah, 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 a lot of that crap, right? Right. Anyway, so, but we had a credible one that someone was going to shoot up a theater in Texas one time. This is, you know, maybe seven years ago or something like that. And so I rang up the police, like this guy says he's going to shoot up the theater, you know, and then they're like, oh, well, we get a lot of threats like that. We don't, you know, and I was like, really, you're not going to do anything. And then I investigated a bit more and they said that I could employ to have uh, in-, in uniform cops standing at every door, but I would have to pay for it myself. They would be off duty cops that I was paying for. So I, I employed 12 police officers and I-, I, had- I had three on the edge of the stage and I had one at every door. And so the whole room was surrounded with cops, you know, and I just went and did the gig, right? But before I do the show, I probably wouldn't have gone. Well, I cancelled once, and then I went back. This was like six months after the first cancellation. I said I was sick for the first one because I didn't want to alarm anybody, and then I went back. So I go back to the, I go back the next time, and I'm in my dressing room. And in the dressing room next door to me, all these cops were being briefed by their sergeant uh, about what to do, and these are people I paid for. And the, the, the sergeant's like this, he goes, we need a carpet each door, we need four on the edge of the stage, we need this, we need that. And then one of the cops said, uh, why are we even here? And he goes, well, this particular comic's been getting death threats. And he goes, why has he been getting death threats? He goes, because he does a routine on gun control. And one of the cops went, maybe you should learn to shut his fucking mouth. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> this is what I
1: paid for. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I
0: don't
2: I don't think this cunt's jump jumping in front of a bullet <laughs> <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so you don't do the routine anymore? Uh well, no, I once I recorded it, I never did it again. Right. But I I, you know, that was that was that routine probably out of my whole career, that's probably the thing I'm most proud of, really. That was the one that I feel like it's my best bit of stand up. Wow. And also the most dangerous. Yeah, well, stand up. I don't know.
0: Are you touring much here in
2: America? I am. I'm off to this weekend. I'm doing uh, uh, Detroit and Cleveland, and I've just you know I, I go. I, what I do is I go every second week on the road, and then I have my son every second week, a week with his mother, a week with me, and so when I'm the weeks with him, I don't I don't go on the road.
0: Acting. You're going to do more acting? I would
2: like to. But when people go, you're going to do more acting, that's like you're going to sleep with more attractive women. It's not my choice. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you tell your wife? wife? (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely not my choice anymore.
0: No, but I'm saying you. I met you on a movie set. That's actually yeah, the first yeah, time we met. Yeah, that's true, yeah. We, you and I did the David Hasselhoff movie. We did the David
2: Hasselhoff movie. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'd like to do some more acting. I've got a couple of things that might come through, but you know, like, with the acting, it's like, especially with the stand-up, it's like, whether you've got the time to do it, it doesn't pay as much as stand-up. But, uh, uh, but I, I, w- I would very much like to do some more acting, whether it be dramatic or comedy or something like that. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, you're really talented. Go ahead. We're I just- uh,
1: no. You probably don't love playing in the UK after you got hit Oh, a I love times. the UK. All right, UK. well, I was gonna ask, what's easier for you? Because I know there's a different sense of humor depending on where you're traveling. Mm. Um, performing here and doing your comedy here, do you have to change it up when you go to Australia or the UK? Uh,
2: little words here and there, but I can tell you that sort of the, the two audiences that are the most similar are Canadians and Australian, are very similar crowds. Yeah. Very, very similar crowds. Appreciative, happy to see you, uh, you know what I mean? um not as whoopy as Americans Americans whoop and cheer and stuff like that uh Americans sometimes if you lay into a heckler can can get a bit oh that's a bit much you know what i mean right yeah. where the brits are probably the they're the best hecklers and the, and the island i'll include in that group they're the best hecklers like they really work at it and if you beat them, they'll be super happy. They want to get beaten by you. They they want to want to lay. It's kind of
0: like they they like going to pubs and beating each yeah. other up. Yeah, and that's a good night. And, yeah, yeah, And 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 they remain friends after you've pounded the shit out of a buddy. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, the, the that's the kind of psyche. And I, I work with a lot of people from the UK. I find their humor so much and uh, so much different than yeah. so American- Americans
1: are more sensitive we are you know and we
0: kind of we kind of fancy ourselves we've become american citizens but um well you were born in here but (laughs) they they fancy themselves as very open and and wild and (laughs) but if you look at the uk and even australia there's no moral comeuppance you know like if you look at the sitcoms and all the sitcoms that ended up being great here like all in the family and that were kind of edgy were based on british you know, yeah. uh, sitcoms at the time. It, th- you can be a lot edgier and the audience is a lot edgier in the UK and maybe in Australia. I haven't played Australia, the, but in well, Canada. Well, the
2: UK, but the, I'll tell you a famous heckling story in the UK. So Michael Douglas's, uh, Kurt Douglas's son, not Michael Douglas, but the other one who did stand-up for a while. I think he's passed away now. But but uh, Michael Douglas's brother went to do stand-up at the Comedy Store and uh, in London and it wasn't going particularly well and he sort of went, ah, oh, you can all get fucked. He goes, I'm Kurt Douglas's son, right? <laughs> yeah. And then one audience member stood up and went, I'm Kurt Douglas's son. And then another person went, I'm, and they did the whole I'm Spartacus thing, the entire crowd. <laughs> oh, that's
0: amazing.
2: <laughs> that's amazing. And you're like, that's that sums up the brits for you. Because half the people wouldn't have even known the reference. They would have just gone, what are we doing all right I'm, I'll, I'll go in <laughs> but it is it is a
0: fun place to work i were I, I haven't worked there in years and years and years but they're really funny and they're really but you're actually you know it's a, it is right your accent in, mm. and you're not british but it, no. it, i think the even in australia seems to allow you to get away with more,
2: you can get away with more, but there there are limitations to it. You know, I get a, audition, and I very rarely that they ask me to do my natural accent. They don't want to. You know, this actually British people can play Bond villains, romantic comedy. They, they the British people can be all you know Heath Ledgery, or blah, 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 or they can be like all right, son, we're going to beat the living fuck out of you. You know, they can be real tough for that. And Australians, we don't. you, you can't have an Australian Bond villain. You know what I mean? You can't have a bloke spin around in a chair and go, all right, you cunt, fucking."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a good American accent?
2: Uh, I, I heard a I, few. I, I did, I did like it Southern. in that movie. It wasn't great. Yeah, it wasn't great, but they, they asked me to do it. I did a small part on SWAT the other day, right? My right. friend was directing it. I played a computer hacker. He literally called me up the day before. He goes, you want to be a computer hacker? And I said, sure. You know, it was like eight lines. And, I, I, and he goes... Uh, he goes. You have to be. Uh, you have to put an American accent on. it. Why? I, said, I said why. And he goes because there's never been an Australian computer hacker. And I went Julian Versace. <laughs> yes. <That is>, like, <laughs> <laughs> like what a stereotype. There's never been an Australian computer hacker. Was
0: he American? The director.
2: Ah uh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. so. He directed some of my sitcoms. So I knew so how
0: did you go to somebody to figure out how to do it, or are you? No, just I just
2: did it in Australian oh, with the accent. We can do the American accent better than you can do an Australian accent because we grew up watching your television. You didn't grow up watching Australian TV. No, we,
0: Crocodile Dundee,
2: Crocodile it, it, Dundee, <laughs> man. That was look. I tell you what, there was a there was a hot moment where Australia was the most popular country in the world. You know, Yahoo! Serious, young Einstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I actually, I, I often say, when I came to America, but I, I truthfully came to America the first time when I was fourteen years old. I came out to America and was an exchange student for three months in a high school in San Diego called uh, Granite Hills High in El Cajon. And uh, I came out, and I, I was, I was a fourteen-year-old lad who had never—I don't think I'd even kissed a girl. I had no, you know, no girls were interested in me. I was this nerdy guy from, you know, but... Crocodile Dundee, that year was the biggest movie in the in the world. That's and, not a knife. This is a knife. Oh, God, I cleaned up at an American school at 14. <laughs> it was. I became a man, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait to move back here. I thought the accent would still hold some yes. credibility, but now it doesn't. You were <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it. I, I loved it. Yeah, the, everything Australia was. I remember when, when you guys started wearing Uggs, Ugg boots, and that was because Pamela Anderson. Was wearing them in between sets, and you know they'd see her. That's in a why you
0: think that's what.
2: That's what sort of set them off. That was like about nineteen ninety when Pamela Anderson. Because I turned. started
0: wearing Uggs, I didn't even know Pamela Anderson wore Uggs. <laughs> well,
2: in a... I was wearing Uggs because Pamela. Because
1: of Pamela, Anderson. I was wearing a
2: one-piece red bathing suit in Australia. They were the height of white trash to wear Uggs out. In they were meant to be slippers you wore at home. You know, i heard were, they were surfers. beach for surfers. No, no Australian bloody wool. We used to wear. They used to cost about $10 a pair, and they were, we have more sheeps. We're burning sheep wool. We have more than we fucking need. They, they have loads <laughs> of the shit. You know, we, we I sheep remember them.
1: going to Australia, and I was like, the only thing I want are Uggs, Uggs yeah. and I couldn't find them.
2: Oh, no, we have we have stores for duty-free, the, that other brand, Amy. But they were very cheap. They were sold in Kmart for like $10 a pair, and That's you wore, what them, I found. At, you wore I found- them at home.
1: I found, like, $10. I'm like, these can't be real. A lot no, of Australian they,
0: they shit. They were real.
2: They were real. And <laughs> over here, they sell for, like, $300. Bucks.
0: Uh, yeah. A lot of Australian shit have become really high-priced deals here in America. Yeah. The other thing was uh, Alex. My son is here. Alex, what was that pet, that flying squirrel you, we wanted to pay a, a ton for? What was that called? A possum? No, you wanted one of those things, those like little
2: sugar, glider? Glider. Sugar, sugar gliders. Glider. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that was like, we thought we were getting an exotic pet. And then I read in Australia, isn't that like an infestation? No,
2: that's a rat. That's, uh, that's yeah. Yeah, you know, you don't want to have that. that's, they're, they're a breed of possum. They're, they're, yeah, they're a terrible thing. But they you know. were selling
0: it at a high end, uh, he took me to a high end uh, uh, pet, pet store, store in Vegas. I'll
2: tell you the cutest animal. Did you ever go out to Rotnest Island? Do you go to Perth? We were in Perth, but we didn't go to Rottnest. Okay, there. you got to go to Rottnest Island. The cutest animal on earth lives on just on this island, and they're not endangered. There's fucking loads of them. What is it? It's called a quokka. If you want to get one up, Q U A K K A. Alex. And they are the it's most. They are the most personable animals. They're they're part of the kangaroo <laughs> family. A quokka. Quokka. There quokka. they are. Oh my god.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, Look at it with its I arms up. Happiest animal, remember we? Brought remember, them? yeah, he did. Oh, well, he brought it. it up. He went. It's yeah, the
0: happiest yeah, yeah. animal
2: on happiest earth, is, and, it's, and it's very good with people. You can get quokka selfies. You can go right up to it. It, it enjoys humans' company. <laughs> How come they're not pets? And people? they're the size of a soccer ball. They are, and uh, they're in, they're the mo- they're the fucking most banging animal you've ever met, mate. I tell you.
1: You know, sugar gliders will chew off their own genitalia if you leave them.
2: Uh, that's, that's what I did after my wife left me. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> And then we went and watched the.
0: uh, We went to the zoo and we watched the koala bears, which are are really not nice. They're
2: not nice. They sleep for twenty two hours a day. They're high. They're high from the eucalyptus leaves. They sleep for twenty two hours a day. So when you say they're not nice, you just woke them up. Like okay. the idea that you caught them in that two-hour window is very rare. So you know what? Would-
0: I'm, I'm just, and I don't know if you aspire to this. You could be the next Steve Irwin.
2: You are.
0: <laughs> you you know so much. First, a-
2: I was the first Steve Irwin. I faked me death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because you know a lot about animals. My son will give you a fact about any animal without knowing. Well,
2: I know a lot about Australian animals because I've. I've over the years, I've had so many different girlfriends that I've brought back to Australia, and then we've gone to the like. I never went to the zoo as a kid or anything. And my wife, the best ones in Melbourne, right? Uh, no, Sydney, Taronga Park overlooks the harbour and all that. It's beautiful Taronga Park Zoo. Oh, okay, but I, I, um, my, my wife is vegan and she will not go to anywhere that has animals in captivity. I, I, I like zoos. I think that <laughs> zoos get a bad rep because there's two types of do you, zoos. Do you have a dog? I, I have two cats.
0: Isn't that, they, isn't that considered They're animals in captivity. In, in captivity? I
2: know, but they would have been put down anyway. She rationalizes that one. You know, I'll tell you what. The great thing about buying a vegan is uh, dating. a vegan.
1: buying. a vegan?
2: I, buy, I, I met her at a thing. Okay, I, no, it, the, I, yeah. I paid good dollar. <laughs> anyway, so so anyway, so uh, how did you and your wife? Uh, purchase <laughs> <laughs> so my my wife is vegan and i've had relationships in the past where you know you try to buy your your girlfriend or, or a fancy gift and you know shoes handbags whatever that a lot of the fancy gifts for women are leather based right mm-hmm. yeah you know, leather based. Right. and i was spending a lot of money the vegan handbags are very reasonably priced the only person who does an expensive one and it's only like 800 bucks in comparison to like a chanel bag or something like that, stella mccartney what's it made out of Ah, pleather, whatever, fake leather—the same stuff they make Tesla seats yes. out of. You my know, bag I mean?
1: right now, Stella
2: McCartney. Yeah, yeah, Stella McCartney. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm thinking of making vegan handbags. There's a market because Stella's got all of it.
0: That's not from a real shiny cow. This
1: <laughs> <laughs> exotic shiny wow. cow. Wow!
0: So she's totally vegan.
2: Totally vegan. So, so. But I'm, you're not. I'm not. I eat whatever I want. I'll eat no, up. you
0: keep inviting strangers to barbecue. I,
2: I. The only thing I'm giving up for my wife is pork because she's pumped into me that pigs are very smart animals and showed me enough diet. And I'm like, all right, I won't eat pork. She proved that a pig is smart to you. They're, they're, they're as smart as a three-year-old child. They're smarter than a dog. Yeah. And I would eat them if they were just grazing naturally. But the, the the farming system, if it was just hunted a wild boar, I wouldn't have a problem. But they're lower in the food chain. Like, is there an animal lower in the food chain than a pig? It's just a ball of meat. You can cut the cut in half and put it on a fire and then you've got a ready meal. There's not much butchering to be done even, you know. Right. But I, 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 uh, I don't know they're smart. But what I did do on my bachelor party now i had my bachelor party during covid so there was no strippers or anything like that you know last night of freedom because of covid yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so so, last last night of freedom, I, I, I had myself a rack of ribs just as like a little You bit ate of, the... <laughs> yeah. I, I ate pig as well. Well, he's saying uh, my a line. rack
0: of ribs is just a, a skinny stripper. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I ate ribs like, ah, you can't control me today. Oh, yeah. Whoa, wow. <laughs> I really let loose, I did. Then you had friends there where yeah, other people, yeah, we, were we, they all disappointed? We all, we all you all, had was ribs? We all a, went <laughs> out to... Uh, Joshua Tree ran rented a house and we took a load of mushrooms and we just sat by a swimming pool and just got high. And uh, these two bats came and just swam around on top of the swimming like flew around on top of the swimming pool, entertained us for hours. Best bachelor party ever.
0: You're out of your fucking mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Eating ribs, watching ropes like in the pool.
1: That needs to be animated.
2: <laughs> and, then, and then me and the wife, we got married in Vegas. We, in like, because I, COVID was wrapping up, right? She's British, I'm Australian. And I said to her, I said, we got to get married right away. And I said, "What? Well, because if we wait till COVID's over, I have right. to fly out your family and my family and it's wow. going to be a big deal. If we do it now, we can always say we wanted to, but we couldn't, right? Right. Oh, wow. So So, so we, we, we hired a private plane and just got eight friends. And we just, so you know, COVID flew out to Vegas, went to the Little White Chapel, did it. Then we went to a restaurant to have a meal and my wife bought a very modest wedding dress, just a white dress, you know, and uh, and we're sitting there having a meal and I got high and I ate some food and then I had my napkin on my lap and I went down and I cleaned my hands. I was eating burrata and tomato salad with my hands, just blah, you know, and I had all this tomato juice. Why on are you my eating hand.
0: salad with your hands? Because
2: there was that last little gubbins that I couldn't pick up with me spoon so I I, I just, do you feel like you're on a pirate ship? Yeah, so I picked up I picked up the last little bits. They call, they, we call them governs. That's a thing. It's a more of a British term. Anyway, so I I, I I eat those, I eat those, and then I pick up my napkin and I clean my hands off like this. It wasn't a napkin it was my wife's wedding dress was over. <laughs> like, like I sort of, I sort of pulled it a bit and I went. Oh no! Right? <laughs> and I just sort of sat there for a second, and my mind went like this: I could just lie and just say I didn't do it, and just not mention. Well, she, it. Didn't, oh, she didn't notice. No, she didn't notice. She's eating her food. I'm just cleaning my hands off the <laughs> dress. <laughs> and I thought I can't start the marriage off in a lie. I've been married for about an hour and a half. I better be pretty honest here.
0: <laughs> oh, that's hysterical! Thank God you didn't have to sneeze.
2: Ah, uh, she yeah, she <laughs> quite, she laughed. She thought it was very funny, but there was just a tomato smear down the side of the stage, so we changed. Did you take Did you take pictures? Uh, we did take pictures. She she uh, she's had the dress since dry cleaned and it's it all was all. Don't well you
0: want to know memories? I would imagine she would have kept it. Oh
2: we're we're not gonna forget that. You know, my my son my son was again? sitting on the other side of me and he was laughing his ass off. He brings it up all the time. He thinks it's amazing. I'm
0: not a I'm t I I i am i do don't know that I so she bought a white dress, yeah. but but she
2: wasn't a virgin ah as far as i know she wasn't no no but even
0: for you no right? no
2: no she wasn't a virgin but do you really think that's a thing who's, isn't that the thing who's getting married and they're a virgin like i wouldn't No, I but wouldn't that's a, but isn't
0: that the symbolic isn't that the symbolic? dad the symbolism? what are you
1: talking about
0: a white dress
1: mom she wore a white me. dress
0: i know
2: <laughs> and
0: she was a virgin <laughs> Well, just a just a tip.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh my god! I, okay. I I remember being about 14, 15, and my mother, who I was only, who only slept with my father, met my father when she was twenty or something like that. I Only slept with my father, and uh, and she was giving me this whole, you know, Helen, you know, she was saying she was saying you shouldn't have sex before marriage. It's very important not to have sex before marriage. I only ever had sex with your father, like this, right? And then and she was giving me this big speech, and I was about. Fourteen, fifteen. I said, and my dad's reading the paper, and I go, Dad, did you have sex before Mum? Did you have sex with anyone else before Mum? <laughs> and he was just trying to like, oh fuck, and he goes this, and this is my dad's response. Ah, oh, I, I, I grew up in a small town, and we, and we didn't have TVs or anything. <laughs> 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 I love that. that was it. His his answer was basically, what was I meant to do?
0: It's either TV or fucking. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. You tell... That's the beauty of you. When I watch you on stage and I know you put a lot of work and effort into whatever your material is, but mm. you tell these stories and, and even when you're telling a story like you just did now, it's so guttural and relatable and real. I really love what you do. You are a, a tremendous talent and oh, I can't thank you enough. I called you up and, and uh, asked you to be on. And uh, I thought I lost you for a minute because you didn't answer me right away. Because you asked what it was it about, and I, I went into this dissertation
2: about. Oh yeah, well, I, well, some po- podcast, some podcasts <laughs> is things like we talk about. True crime or something. I don't know. I didn't know what you were well, If do. you want
0: to talk about true crime, I'm willing to. But, <laughs> yeah. the, but the truth is I'm just thrilled to have you here. I would love to work with you in any capacity, any, any time. Uh, you're a good guy. You're a funny guy. Is there anything you want to plug? You're on the road, uh, Jim I, I,
2: I'll plug my own podcast. I just got Jim Jeffries. I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, and, and
0: what do you do on that?
2: Uh, what we'll see, I'm lazy, you see. So I decided to make a podcast where I didn't have to book guests. Right. So the idea is we have a specialist come on every episode. I don't know what their specialty is. They say what their specialty is, then I have to say every bit of information I know on the topic, and then that person corrects me. So we, we, we do everything. We do everything Spoil from shit. yeah, yeah. We do everything from <laughs> cheese to. World War Two, you know, and everything in between. We did an episode on skateboarding last week, and you know, so so we have different. Spe- so I don't have to book the guests because I'm not to know who they are. So genius, I've, I've passed that. a genius. And then we, you know, but we've we've had like, you know, sometimes we have like, do you have a specialties? Like Jay Leno came on and did cars, you know, but right. like like, do you have a specialty subject? Could you be on the podcast? What's your? I don't. I'm not.
0: I don't have any. Yeah. yeah. I'm not special. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I have nothing. But don't feel obligated to reciprocate. I (laughs) just, I'm gonna listen.
2: How long have you been doing it? uh, We're we're 90 episodes, I think. So, so that's a while. We we started it during COVID and we've just done it. You've
0: done a lot of things. You started a podcast, started
2: playing golf, got married, married, had a kid. Yeah. Everything during COVID. Yeah. COVID's been good to you. I'll say this about COVID, and I know the first lockdown was quite possibly the happiest time of my life. It was the first time I slowed down. I was always working and had my foot on the accelerator. It was the first time that the world told me to, to stop. And that's when, you know, she was my girlfriend then, but that's when I decided I, I wanted to marry her. I just, uh, spending every day with her was just magical. I, I was so happy. So I thought I'll, I'll keep that rolling. What are you doing for Mother's Day for her? Ah, uh, Well, look, the baby, she it's not my fucking mother, is it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> You should work for Hallmark because you you have a way. Yeah, with my, my mother died three years ago. I'm out of that. Lucky you. Now you're just a motherfucker. No, I get. What I do is I I, I get I get both women that I've had children with flowers. If, if I'm pregnant, you get flowers. It's just how it is. Wow, wow. I'm sure
0: there's a line out the door right now for people who are just listening. All I got to fuck them for flowers. all right well you are the best buddy thank you so much for dropping by and uh that was another episode we uh we want people to comment we want people to buy merch what do we want that where where? (laughs) subscribe
1: subscribe
0: Subscribe.
1: review Review. rate and review
0: rate and review and uh you can send money i mean (laughs) i'm not gonna stop you (laughs) if you want to and uh that was uh, that's uh kyle (laughs)
1: Just awkwardly, oh.